Look, it's live. It's live. We're on. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the inaugural meeting of the Travis Knight Collectors Fans Society. Uh, we are meeting to discuss the one and only Bumblebee trailer this week. That uh, Actually, I say one and only, but there were three of them. Uh, other stuff came out this week. Uh, there was a bunch of... Actually, I say a single bunch. There was a single New York Comic Con reveal from a, a company of some Transformers descriptions. Some new Studio Series bots are coming on the way. And, uh, yeah, we'll have more all that and more after this. Someone's playing with something. And I don't Sorry, know playing with Outback. God. Playing with Transformers on a Transformers podcast. Far out. I know. Don't bash me up. I'm a nerd. Just go to the credits. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Uh, this is uh, this is episode 167 of Australian Transformers Weekly, also known as the Travis Knight Appreciation Society, after three spectacular Bumblebee trailers dropped this week. All four people, or spoiler, maybe not maybe not all four, but one of us might be a little bit pessimistic about the uh, upcoming Bumblebee movie. But uh, we will be talking about that shortly. We're pretty we're, we're look. I'm I'm pretty happy about it. Mikey's making some kind of a signal to me and. I love it. I, I don't I, know who you're talking I, I, about. I actually have a sneaking suspicion that the camera might be locked on Mikey for the intro. Oh, that would be awesome. Was that was that the case, Brad? Shalom. No, you're, right. you're, you're showing. And now okay, I'm showing. Cool. Yeah, great. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> so, look, uh, welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. Uh, I'm Jason. Joining me from his undisclosed location in country Victoria, Brad Mull. How are you doing? Oh, the band's all back. We've got a full house. It is. We are together. Yeah, we do have a, we do have a full house. I'm not sure who the, you are, Mikey. Like, um, I'm coming from my undisclosed uh, this, uh, location in Ban Ban Banwath Ban Banwath. I don't know how to say it. Banwatha or something. Banawatha. Where are the hell Brad's from? I'm behind him. There's a reason Jason just says country Victoria. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you would have noticed this by now. Right. Barn, barn, whatever. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, you, um, you, you are barnstorming this intro. Yeah, thank you. Good. Um, yeah, hashtag. Side ha- me. Uh, hashtag Blitzwing, not Starscream, but we'll get into that. <laughs> we will get into that. There is, okay, just, just, so that, just so that you, the listener, are aware, there is a bet going on between Mikey and Max. Not as the first to, time that we've had a bet on this show, by the way. As to the presence or absence of Starscream and Slash or Blitzwing in Bumblebee now, following, just, the, following the trailer this week, which we will talk about later. Okay, I believe Starscream's in it as well, but I... Okay, I, but, I, you know how I said we're... You, you know how I said we're talking about it later on. That doesn't mean we're talking about it now. No, no, no. What you said is that I, I don't think that Starscream's in it, but I, I do think he is. But I just don't think he is who we are. Who we Brad, are just just edit this part out, please. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe edit it out every time. We, 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 we do we do have a bell that will sound. Um, when look, Mike look, is look, <laughs> it's probably a good idea. Uh, <laughs> ostensibly, the bell is there to uh, stop us when we get a little bit off the uh, off the beaten track when you get on off the rails. Uh, we're going to Starscream and Blitzwing uh, discussion. However, it's like more likely that it's just going to sound when Mikey talks. 
Yes, ladies and gentlemen, not heard since episode 67 of Off the Shelf, The Waffle Bell is back. Is it rich in varied lore to this podcast? (laughs) And how much Jason hates it, which is why it's been absent. (laughs) (laughs) Seems entirely appropriate. Round one. (laughs) And now he doesn't bring it. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Mikey, Max, what have you guys been up to? Mikey, you go first. It's been a while. Um, yeah, finishing off my course, so that's pretty cool. Um, other than that, been pretty light collecting wise. Um, haven't really found much like because like from I mean, last time I was on the show, unfortunately, I had to duck off early, so we didn't even get through that. I've only really picked up a couple of things since then, and um, was supposed to be at a, a meetup this afternoon, but just totally forgot. Um, yeah. I did go to said meetup, but yes. Yep. Other than that, yeah, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Max, how you doing? Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, was went to Melbourne on Sunday, Monday, and took the overland back to Adelaide, which is why, why would you do this? Because I like trains. Why? That's <laughs> a diesel, not electric train. How'd you make it all the way back? Well, it's just the power of good old Australian railway engineering. They just have a they have a dude with a they do have a dude with a can halfway there to fill it up. <laughs> yeah, they just they, as you get on the train, they hand you a little bucket of oil and say, you "Just hold on to this." Mm-hmm. But no, please do, please do not spontaneously combust around our oil. <laughs> no, it's it's a trip well worth doing if you want to see, you know, a really nice bit of varied Australian landscape. Stun silence. Stunts. Okay, I, I, no, I should segue. Jason, what have you been up to? Uh, I have been recovering from being a bit sick last week and uh, had a quiet weekend last weekend. This week, uh, New South Wales, we have a long weekend this weekend. Um, so yes. I, I, have, I have been getting up to looking forward to what I will be doing in the future, uh, which is probably not much of anything, actually. But I don't yeah, know, I might, might, might try and go and see a movie or something on the weekend. Yeah, the first time yeah. while working career that I've had the weekend off as well. So I've got Monday off and I also have a long weekend. Excellent. So you don't have to, I mean, I think the main reason the long, week's ain't, uh, long weekend's on because of the two grand finals. But honestly, everyone just boycott the NRL grand final. Nobody wants to see it. So actually, as it turns out, the, the long weekend in, uh, so Melbourne had a holiday today. Okay, well worded. Yeah. Um, uh, what was well worded? Wait, what? Melbourne. Melbourne yes. had the weekend. Yeah, so, yes. Melbourne. yeah, Melbourne. Well, I figured that because you're in Victoria and you specifically said the public holiday is Monday. So Melbourne had the public holiday today in the lead up to the AFL grand final tomorrow. Yeah, it's called and grand final day. It's a race that stops the nation. The grand final stops the nation. No, it stops Melbourne. The rest Not of the country. Not this one. <laughs> oh, well, the don't one, don't the, the rest of Victoria partake in Melbourne Cup Day as well? No. It's still, yeah. a, it's still, a, it's still a Melbourne Metro public holiday. There are plenty of places in Victoria that still work on that day. Whether it's I, a full I don't day, think Melbourne it's a half day. I don't think Melbourne realizes just how much the rest of the country doesn't seem to care. About AFL, as, yes, well, fair enough. There is no other country. It's Melbourne. Melbourne is I've, Australia. I put it to you that everyone gives a shit about public holidays. Oh yes, yeah, oh yes, on. I'll take the day. <laughs> but um, yeah, just boycott the NRL Grand Final because no one likes Melbourne Storm. No one likes the Sydney Roosters. It's going to be the shittest Grand Final ever. Just everyone don't watch it. Mikey is well, no not, not bitter at all. Just <laughs> Mikey, no one was going to watch it anyway. It's NRL. 
good. Well, um, <laughs> we'll see. Well, I don't want them to. You know, so you, know, you know, NRL stands for not really looking, right? <laughs> AFL stands for actually flying liquid? No. Probably not. Uh, Let's talk about some Transformers. We are going to open the account with Bot Shots Weekly. This is the weekly TCCA Facebook photography competition. I said weekly twice in one breath, but that doesn't really matter. Uh, this competition encourages you to take bots out of their cabinets and out into the great big wide world outside to take some photos and just be a little bit creative. Now, um, you could argue that uh, this week's winner, Alan Jones, may not have taken a bot out of the display cabinet. <laughs> but- I'm confused with this one. We so took something uh, out of something. So if you were paying attention to Alan Jones's Facebook feed this week, you will know that he has become a father this week. Uh, he's welcomed his first child into the family, and uh, the first child bears a striking resemblance to a baby Optimus Prime. <laughs> this is his winning bot shots photo That's of the week, the and I got to say, it's pretty well deserved. Uh, so and, yeah. <laughs> he actually had a baby, or they just set this up really well? No, Mark, 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 his his wife had a baby. Yeah. Okay. You'll, you'll, know, so you'll that, notice that they are in hospital. Yeah, I mean, they just could have gone really dedicated to this because, like, <laughs> where is the actual they baby? Shouldn't they, be, shouldn't they have, like, I don't Where's the actual baby? It's, um, oh, I They're hope it's not on the other side. I hope wait, the wait here, mate. We've got to take a photo. The, the baby's um, taking the photo. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's all voice control these days. Mm. Well, he did. Boogie Gaga take photo. <laughs> he did win the uh, the competition for September as well, so he's got a five dollars Legends Nor out of it. So, <laughs> not really what you'd want to uh, dedicate time and hospital bed space taking up <laughs> to, to win. No, very was pretty good, good photo. Yeah, but he's, he's also he's a good photo, and he is indeed a new proud father. So, good on me. Yeah, he's also a very um, strict Prime collector. He has a Prime a shrine of Prime at his place. So. Of course, when he uh, brings a new prime into the world, it's going to go on that shelf as well. Hopefully, fed. <laughs> you reckon the baby's names are Ryan? <laughs> I have not seen what he's named it. Uh, I bet it's Orion. Naming your baby Orion is the same thing as naming your baby divorce. Or Ra- or Rainbow. Or Max. <laughs> 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 you are really oh, salty about win. this star screen thing. <laughs> I know, I'm not. I'm going to win. I'm happy. All right, let's move on. Uh, so, thank you. <laughs> Bob Shots Weekly. Uh, weekly winners go into a monthly draw for a prize. Monthly winners will go into the hat for a yearly prize. You can find full terms and conditions at transformerscca.com. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? Now, look, a pretty amazing thing happened this week. And I feel the only real appropriate way to talk about it is to show this. Hero landing? Yeah, why not? So uh, this week we were greeted with, uh, and I, I believe this this came up very briefly. Uh, did it come up briefly last week that we were expecting the Bumblebee trailer? I, I, I believe it did, and I don't think any of us could have expected the internet to break nope. as significantly as it did when this trailer hit. Now, it wasn't just the Transformers fandom. It was just everyone oh yeah, no, it. no, it it, it no, went it, it went, it went, it went mainstream. 
Mm. It was not. It was not just Transformers fandom. Like, no, yeah. there were articles posted on websites like Gizmodo and io9 going, "Hey, the, the new Bumblebee trailer is here, and it looks awesome." Now, we were expecting one trailer. We actually got three. There's different different markets get slightly two. different. Tra- there were three trailers. Thank you very much. No, there were two. There were three. Jesus Christ. What Fuck. was the three? Fuck's sake, Mike. Just let, him, let him finish. Okay, there were two. Anyway, we got three trailers, and. Brad, can you kick him out, please? <laughs> we'll just mute him. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Three trailers made their way around. Uh, there was uh, there were two trailers came out on Monday. There was the uh, the official US trailer. There was a Chinese trailer that came out on Weibo that had some additional uh, additional footage, and then another trailer got released later in the week with a little bit of additional footage as well. You could argue that they are all the same trailer, just with some different footage in each one. Well, you, yeah, and then there was, there was one that you wouldn't call trailer, but that stupid, oh, let's go and show a teaser for a trailer that's about to come out, which I thought was a trailer. I'm like, where the hell is Shockwave? <laughs> <It's> not, <yeah. laughs> oh, so, he's not so, looking so, at the trailer. A lot, a lot of the speculation started on Saturday because someone actually, someone actually grabbed the teaser and the teaser got leaked, and so the teaser was out there on the internet, and there was a, a there was footage of a very G one looking sound wave in there, and that sound wave really set the internet ablaze because it was uh, it was essentially the first time we'd seen like a, a G one looking character so much on on screen, and there was a bit of there was a bit of you know is it real is it not is it game footage is it is it uh, you know anything leaked? Is it is it a fake? Is it real? Uh, turns out it was real, and uh, there are very G one looking robots coming up in this movie. We don't really know for how long for because the movie is called Bumblebee and it's about Bumblebee on Earth. But we have seen and we will see as we go through some of these um, some of these screenshots from the from the trailer. We have seen that uh, there is quite a lot of G one Transformers uh, stuff going on on Cybertron. Now, because of the nature of the way that the trailers got released, some of these uh, some of these stills that we're going through are a little bit all over the place chronologically. But that's okay because the trailer is all over the place chronologically anyway. So here we are. We're, so we're looking here at um, what looks like a, a, a sort of a, a battle mode for Bumblebee. Presumably, this is maybe a, from a little bit later in the film. It could be early on in the film when uh, Bumblebee gets the shit kicked out of him. And uh, yeah, I... I don't know. any thoughts, anyone? Yeah. Yeah, I think this is this is from the opening when yeah. he fights someone who we'll talk about later. Yeah. <laughs> I never noticed the blown tire on his shoulder before. Yeah, that's the thing I was gonna touch. say. If he yeah. if he transforms, he's not getting very far. No. Uh... <laughs> Which is why we get the screen cap later of him crucial damage failing. Yeah. Error error. <laughs> that's why I think that this is to the start of the movie, because he's got his Jeep Jeep parts. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. yeah so, so when we'd seen teasers before and we saw the Jeep parts, um, I had assumed that that was going to be later in the movie during some scene, something. But yeah, you could be right. Maybe, it's, maybe it's from early on. Just the way the the tra- it, just the way it was structured, because when we see him with the unknown character, let's call him, um, when he gets thrown off the cliff, do you mean the unidentified flying object? Yeah, that one. Um, he well. seems to be, you know, all, like, you know, almost dead. But then he goes and sees he sees the Volkswagen. So then, that's what makes me think this is the vehicle mode he had maybe, maybe. for the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, anyway, it's fun. all speculation until you know we see the film. But I think this is his first appearance. Then he gets the Volkswagen. Then he goes and hides from whoever. Yeah, and, yeah. and we did we did get the shot in the original trailer of 
him beside a mountain transforming into from the um the jeep mode and even even looking at the studio series where we have kamaro bumblebee part of the bumblebee movie release we assumed at the time that the movie was going to end with him kamaroing into 07 <laughs> is that model of kamaro 80s no it's 79 70 oh, well, 70s. 70s. Yeah, that's 70s. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, shall we move on? Yep. Mm -hmm. So uh, Bumblebee doesn't have a traditional G1 look in the movie, but he no. does have his traditional G1 alt mode, which is nearly as good. So this is this is this is one of a, a really good close-up that sort of shows uh, where the where the VW parts turn up on him and his. Uh, and his his facial features and eyes and the big Autobot logo logo on his um on his forehead and uh, his antennas that uh, do do tend to stick up when he uh, gets surprised. It's yes. it's Bayformers B. I don't understand the excitement for this alt mode or bot mode whatsoever. I, I think it's I think it's um, the larger surfaces and the panels on him. Mm. You know, he looks yes. more easily identifiable and unique as opposed to just being a whole bunch of shards of metal sticking out everywhere. Yeah, a lot of people are saying this is what he should have been to begin with, and I kind of agree. I mean, it, I just like how it's a Volkswagen. It's taken It's taken what the last night done and made more of the robot mode enclosed, but you still you still can't see the car bits. Yeah, well, I mean, the car bits are staring you right in the face. Well, but, the torso, I, yes, I, of course. I, I, but that's I, the same I, with all the Autobots and all the Decepticons. All the movie bots have had torso bits. Finished. I don't shards of shards of junk and tinfoil and all that crap is a poor excuse yeah. for knocking on the films. So as I was going to say, I think you're right. Thank you. Good, but now <laughs> now I'm annoyed, so I'm not going to. But uh, but no, you are but you are right because uh, we did see in Age of Extinction and in the Last Night a simplification of the mm. robot modes, but not to this degree. This is this is really oh, yeah. taken out and run with yeah. it. Yeah, no, I agree with that. It's good because I, I said you're right. <laughs> you know, it helps to delineate the characters from each other, and I think the it does other, very much. And that was, the, the, and that was the point of the animation as well, and the cartoons. Like it, it differentiated the characters by color and by shape. Red brick, yellow brick, white brick, <laughs> pretty much. But I, I think the the other thing that we haven't really considered is that the movie seems like it may have sort of shifted aesthetics halfway through production after they saw how The Last Night did at the box office. Oh, it yeah. Was, I don't mean to flop, but it just, The Last Night showed people weren't as interested in the current state of the Transformers movies. They see stuff like this, and, you know, the toys of this new Bumblebee design look much more similar to the classic movie Bumblebee design than this design itself does. So I, Yeah, he doesn't have the door wings as well. I wouldn't put it past it that... They've sort of changed the way that this cat, not just the way this character looks, but the characters in general appear in order to change this from less of a prequel to more of a G one esque reboot. Like I can see what like maybe they maybe they did get rid of the door wings just to make it look because like I mean to make it kind of look more G one I guess because the the toy clearly has it and all the toys have yeah, the door it's... wings like like the like the movie design. But this one clearly shows they transform and hide on his back. So well, even, the, even the NPM design, even the NPM design, which have, have all been pretty faithful, he still has the door wings and you can't really hide the door wings. So the toy designs, you know, that they generally have an 18 month turnaround. 
So yeah, it would make total sense to me that those, you know, that was from an earlier design of Bumblebee in the movie, yeah. and then they changed it halfway through production. Um, and it also, you know, we'll get to the Star- scenes on Cybertron in a bit, but those seem as great as they look. They seem like something that was added later. Let, let, let's let's hold on to that until we get to it, right? So let's stick to Bumblebee for now. So. Um, I, I don't know that there's uh, that much more to talk about with this shot. Well, there's, there's new assets created for this film. There's a couple other bots we'll get to in a minute that seem like yeah. leftover rejects from the Bayverse. But um, B himself, he looks fine. All right. Now, yeah. speaking of uh, speaking of leftover leftover bots from the Bayverse, uh, we are looking at the approach. So the way that the trailer cuts this together is that you see Shatter and Dropkick transform from their jet modes to their car modes, which makes it very obvious that they are, in fact, triple changes. The um, show the CG modes off. <laughs> it may have just, might just be how it was cut together, but the way it's cut together in the trailer is that they turn to the cars and then, like, a few seconds later, they turn into robots as they approach a meeting with the, what is apparently, what, what's probably Sector, sector 7. Are they approaching? This is one shot I wanted included. Take a take a look at the area, the landscape. Jason, go back one photo, please. Thank you. I think they are. Where are the power lines? Where are the power lines? Um, Power lines are clearly going over the top of them, away behind them. Also notice that Shadow and Dropkick switch sides. There's not a single power. There's yeah, Yeah. that too. So little bit of movie magic there. So yeah, not look, the look, same look, scene. Maybe, yeah, maybe it is not the same scene. But that's, like I said, that was how it was cut together. But maybe it's not. Oh, maybe Brad not. saw something that we didn't shit. Oh, don't worry. There's more coming. <laughs> okay, I think you find that this was uh, speculation we read if online. We, okay. Go back to the previous screenshot. Another thing that people were just talking about, the designs and everything. But I think the, the way that the this movie looks to be shot is, it's fantastic to me. Like, yep. Travis Knight, he knows how to frame a shot. Like, so many of the issues with the Bay films, with that, he, he couldn't shoot an action scene. Some, some. You know, there's stuff in The Last in the last Night where you had, like, that World War Two scene had Hot Run in it, and, like, the final battle had Nitro's in it. But you've got no idea because they're not in the shot. Like, Travis Knight, like, Michael Bay can't, he, he was never really good at shooting things properly. You, know, you couldn't see the transformations very well. But then here, Travis Knight's just like, yeah, look, here's this big open expanse. We're going to fully show off and just appreciate this awesome concept. Mm. I, do, I, do, I, I will also just point out that that actually makes it cheaper to animate. I know, and that's the thing. It's it's more reusing assets, whereas they had a heap of character designs they could reuse in the live-action films. Any of the films you can see characters that have long since deceased or anything in the background just to be filler for scenes, where here you've got six or seven boss tops where those bots are on screen, you're going to show them. I feel sorry for Hasbro. Seeing these go from alt mode to car mode to robot mode, can I, can I just say, I, like, they can win here. I don't, so in the past, when people have criticised the robot modes or anything, you've squarely placed the blame on Hasbro and said Hasbro told them that they have to do this. Hasbro well, off this. On it. Hasbro's done that. Hasbro forced this. Now you've turned it around and you're like, oh, I feel sorry for Hasbro. They have to keep up with this. No, no, no. You can't have it both ways. That's a new thing. What can I say? Either it was either forced by Hasbro and they're fully in control and everything, or it's not. Which which way do you want? Well, maybe I've seen some of the figures that are coming out. <laughs> if they signed off on this and they're idiots. <laughs> I, um, I'm just... Um... 
like I don't see Hasbro actually producing triple changes because they've already shown us that we're getting drop kick as a helicopter and nothing else. Yeah. Um, but I would love to see these in the NPM line if they could actually do something about it or even a third party. Um, cause I really like these designs, especially a new female Decepticon. That's really cool. Yeah. There, there, there is a, there is a theory that, um, we may actually get two figures for each of them. Well, yeah, but like, I, I, I can agree. Like that's cool and all, but like, I, I don't yeah, want two figures I think of the triple same changes, thing. even at the movie masterpiece level are going to be much harder to do for the movies. Especially and considering even roads. it has to be a realistic jet to realistic an accurate car. robot to a realistic car. car. Yeah, it's not yeah. jet to tank where you can hide stuff. It's yeah, it's very look at hard how skinny that helicopter is yeah. compared to the size of the muscle car. And then look at how big that jet is compared to the size of the muscle yeah. car. That's well, last time with Drift, we just went bugger and released two. And released two toys and two complete. I mean, one toy officially, and then one re re um, reuse of a mold. Yeah. Um, yeah, yes, uh, I don't know. We could see, but like, I don't want to. I want I want a self-contained figure, but it'll be difficult with these designs. I can totally see that. Wait for third parties, Phil. It, yeah, the, uh, I have is... no doubt. You get unique toys on this. Um, they will, I mean, what they did with um, Peru. Unique the... toys is just sitting around waiting for someone to actually like give them a commission, right? And even the prime. Like, yeah, yeah, well, f yeah, third party going at these triple changes would be some exciting engineering to Yeah, so I mean, oh, I think... This movie is a haven for third parties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So We're gonna get I'd a like lot of figures, so. unique toys on this line because I think unique toys could really do it. Yeah. All right. let's, let, let's move on. So we've got the, uh, the the military meeting here now. Brad, you mentioned this is very uh, very reminiscent of the meeting between uh, Megatron and the military in uh, the last night. Oh yeah. Well, a lot of a lot. He'll say that word. A lot of criticism where some criticisms for the previous movies uh, introduction or use. Of the, of the military, um, whereas this is possibly Sector Seven, not the military. But I, I think you need you need the military to show our might and how hard these things are to either kill. Or yeah, that's the thing. Work with what have you in the Bay movies? The military presence was always just U.S. military fetishism. Like mm. Bay, just. He loves the military. He's like, yeah, look at this. This is, this is awesome. There's guys with guns and everything. And you know what? Yeah, we're going to kill Blackout by having Josh DeHamel slide underneath him and shoot him in the crotch. That's, that's exciting. Yeah, military. Whereas, you know, what, what you really want, it doesn't sell the Transformers as anything beyond humans. It, it makes me want to join the army. Really. Action. Action. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't sell the Transformers as a legitimate frame. Billion dollars. So He didn't do it in last night. That's why I didn't make a billion dollars. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't think that was a Megan Fox type character to draw in all the looky-loos. All right, all right. Let's yeah. stick to this. Oh, she looked like her, but... Yeah, anyway, yeah next, but next she's photo. 12. <laughs> so uh, so Shatter and, drop, Shatter and Dropkick are, in fact, uh, mid-transformation into robot mode. Yeah, and uh, then we get a get a pretty good look at them. So nah. you can see the uh, you can see the the pieces of the muscle car, and you can see the uh, the um, jets, some pieces of chopper and cars. This is a conversation that we've had a few times before about these figures when we were or with these characters when we were considering the fact that they might be triple changes. Turns out correct. Yeah. Now uh, it does. There is a there is a scene in the trailer where uh, they appear to approach the military slash sector seven with this hologram of Bumblebee. And uh, 
explaining that uh, he is an enemy and needs to be found. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, this is great. It's you know Decepticons being deceptive and, and yeah, like, um, yeah, I wonder what they offer to but, get them on side because it's uh, like I guess you know, going to capture you. <laughs> So I, I, I also quite like just, just looking at the pose here. Um, so Shatter is the red one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Shatter is actually kneeling down as well yeah. so, to sort of get herself down onto the onto the human's level as well. Oh, uh, it's not uh, imposing at all, no. No, but I, I no, but I, I quite I quite appreciate the fact that she's actually like she's not standing over them. Like she is actually trying to like enamor herself to them and uh, you know, oh I'm not I'm not a threat, you know, let's yeah. Come talk to you, and so like because they're, they're both both of them. In fact, drop kick you can see on the right hand side as well. They're both leaning on their knees to so that they can actually come down and talk to these humans on their level. Yeah, it's, it's I, Travis Knight. He knows what he's doing here. Like these shots are just so well. I framed. get a very Mad Max vibe from Shatter. Like <laughs> the um the, the guy the uh Fury Road the main bad guy. Like it looks like it's oh the face sculpt. Yeah, well, face. it's he's doing the best he can from. Last night, reject concept art. That's that's all this is. They've they've had these. This is yeah, all. I, mean, cut I, from... I think that, I think that's doing quite a disservice to it, Brad. Yeah, well, I it's, I it's, it's clearly design and robots from the previous films. Is it? Is it for? I, I just these were made for the Bumblebee movie, and that the G one designs have been added in later after the last night. This doesn't. Yeah, but this doesn't fit Bumblebee. Doesn't. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. yeah you get a lot from Cybertron, but. The Cybertron stuff, I'm, I think we can pretty safely say was added later. It's a final credit scene advertising a new video game. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> we'll we, get haven't, we, haven't, we haven't actually looked at the Cybertron <laughs> yeah, stuff yet. So yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. I'm really excited for Shadow and Dropkick. I love his voice. Um, can we not be just glad that she doesn't have breasts or some sort of eh, bikini? She kind of does. No, she but she that's... only has a car chest in a sense that yeah, any other character exactly. has a car chest. If, if not, Bumblebee's shining high beams and not her. So yes. I'm just glad that they didn't sexualize okay. it. She hasn't got lipstick like I agree. and if RC did in Revenge of the Fallen. If you didn't tell me this was a female, I probably wouldn't have got it, to be honest. Like, yeah. that's not a female herd sculpt. So, yeah. I when, you, when, when you hear the voice, you'd probably get it. Well, with yeah. the yeah, voice, but yeah. But... Then it's, it's not, you know, she's not designed around, oh, like, let's Hello. make the robot hot. It's no, let's make the robot imposing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, not, let's not make the robot hot. But and it's not exactly what. anything for it. Yeah, it's exactly what sexual. Don't, I don't know the word between between the robots is their characteristic and voice or their voice and. I wonder if they're a couple. I don't know the words anyway. Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah. They are. Yeah, That's like what they've described them as. Really? Huh? There you go. So our first couple in Transformers. Well, the movie verse anyway. <laughs> That's an interesting next, concept. Next photo. Next photo. So uh, this Cybertron. is. This is a version of Cybertron that does seem at odds with the versions that we've seen 20 years into the future. Reboot. But uh, it does seem to have... Well, it is a reboot. Let's, yeah. let's stop being, let's stop being ridiculous and trying to draw parallels between this and the Bay, the Bay movies. But um, this, this, this does look a lot more influenced by the, uh, the cartoon Cybertron mm. design where you can sort of see into the planet and see parts Especially of the planet. The it's, even got the, it's even got the section like blown up down the bottom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
it's cool. Yeah, like, so, like, like, like if, if you were actually if you were actually going to take Transformers, uh, take Cybertron from the cartoon in the eighties and sort of CGI it up and make it a little bit bigger and stuff, this is uh, pretty much this what you'd it. expect. You can even see like the giant towers rising up in various places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, what it, do we think this escape pod type thing is? Is it Bumblebee? This in is there probably or? yes. This is um, probably the opening of a movie. Bumblebee's off to do some mission on Earth. Yeah. Okay. Or just yeah, vacating and goes wayward towards Earth. And if we're lucky, there's a second scene later on where Optimus Prime <laughs> sends a message and it cuts to the him tearing shit up. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we'll get to that soon. But yeah, this looks great. Like compared to the you know hexagonal bullshit that was the other Cybertron and the other movies that we saw, everything was bloody hexagon or an octagon or whatever. You know, you know this this better. actually doesn't look so different to the Cybertron that we've seen on screen yeah. as well. Like you, you could like especially in the last night where like there were pieces of it dragging across Earth. Like you could very much see that you could like reach in and pluck a piece out and pull it apart, and like. That you know that that doesn't seem incongruous. It just seems like it's a bit of a redesign. That's all. Yeah, but mm. this seems a lot better than that. Yeah, it's a that planet version. ravaged by war. Yeah. Just in this case, it's shown. Hey, here's a little bit of G one for you. Yeah. I love it. It's fine. You say better, I say slavish to G one, but I'll get to that more in my final thoughts. Man, what's wrong with that? What's right about it? What's speaking of, speaking of which. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> oh, Bloody brilliant. Awful. I love you. So, so what are you? T- all right, all right. Cool it. Cool it. So, so we are treated to a variety of jets that look very or jets characters characters that are very obviously inspired by their, by their G one designs. Of course, we're looking at Shockwave on Shockwave on screen here. You can see Shatter over to the left of the screen. I was going to ask about that. Yeah. Yep, and and you can see what are quite obviously seekers hanging out on the right of the screen. So there's even seekers that appear to look like cone heads. Uh, there's <laughs> a, a small one at the bottom there. There is a figure that um, is presumably Starscream slash Blitzwing. Uh, there's a there's a jet now. As we've we've seen in the trailer, since this is a, a Cybertron set scene, that the jets appear to have a Tetra jet. Mode as they fly around Cybertron. There's one coming into land behind them. There, there is a little bit of um, there's a little bit of uh, disagreement as, as to who is as to which character is which here. Now, like we do see a character that is very obviously sort of Starscream's G1 colors. Looks slightly based on um, looks slightly based on sort of the Fall of Cybertron designs, but it's sort of a bit of a blend of G1, Fall of Cybertron, and whatever else as well. Yeah. It's its own thing. I think I think it's a little bit interesting looking at these. Uh, there's, there's a couple of things. There's two things that stand out to me in a, in a massive way in this scene, and they're both Shockwave's thighs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just I just noticed that they're very. Okay, can we talk about the legs? Yes. Thunderflies on that. Thunderflies, and then the Seekers, their legs just go all the way up, like they don't have torsos. Yeah. You want G1 aesthetic. Well, they are. This isn't, it's not a G1 thing. They didn't have these. How the legs. hell are they G1 aesthetic? I'm not really complaining. Like, nice. It's not a complaint. It's just very strange. I like it. It's different. You know, they look. They're like, alien robots on G1. So, so here's the thing, right? These are these are obviously G1 designs, but they're not G1. They're yeah. fine. They're, they're fine. It, it is it is what you would do if you were going to take those designs that were in a cartoon 35 years ago and turn them into CGI that you could somewhat realistically expect to transform. This, it's fine. It's just is, it's just a redesign. 
this is what I wanted out of like realistic Transformers, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, that I Shockwave, say. gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Like, he's got weird thighs, but you know, whatever. He's got weird thighs, but who doesn't? You know, yeah. And uh, in all fairness, like, actual, like, people's thighs are bigger than their lower legs. It's just reversed in Transformers, usually. <laughs> Do you want him to look like he does in, Reve- in Dark of the Moon? No, God. No. Well. It's just, there's nothing, there's no distinct shapes to him in Dark of the Moon. He's it's just, just a, a whole bunch of. He's an alien robot. He doesn't have an Earth mode transformation. He shouldn't yeah, look I, I get, shit. Who that. brought the movie apologist on the podcast? Oh, yeah, don't no, worry. Right. It's going to continue. Why do they I, I am a movie apologist, right? But I would also say, why can't they be better? And this and is now they are. This is definitely better. Like, God, that's beautiful. Five um, billion, five films, four and although, a half billion dollars. You know it doesn't need to be any different. It's going to look weird having Shatter next to that Shockwave because, like, Shatter's obviously like a Bayburst design, yeah. and Shockwave's more G1. So I will, I, I, I will put it to you that uh, perhaps the Transformers, when they leave Cybertron and come to Earth, take on a more realistic Earth mode. Mm-hmm. So maybe they've been there and came back. Is that what you're saying? Maybe. Who knows? Possibly. Who, uh, I keep who, on saying Shatter is, Shatter is missing the giant wings, but she has yeah. off her back. Yeah. That's true. Oh, well, we'll see. But um, I just adore this shockwave. Love the Tetrajets. I um, keep on seeing cockpit windows atop of that right fire of shockwave. Looks like what? a window there, but don't worry no, about it. just design. Just okay. Silver. I wonder, yeah. I wonder Tet- what he turns into. That's can the, the can I... Thing. Yeah, that's well. That's the problem. We've seen the Tetra Jets because technically at this point they shouldn't have alt modes. <laughs> no, they do have alt modes. They, they do have not alt modes. Alt modes. What you... Jesus Christ! Okay, dude, <laughs> did you watch more than meets the more than meets the eye part one? They do that's have what, alt that's, modes. That's a, that's a bad example, Mikey, because they all had Earth modes. And we, yeah, we've never. <laughs> no, gone no, no, they, they, they had well, yeah, the They were Tetra Jets. Yeah, Tetra Jets, and they had the Earth look, but then they had the Cybertron mode. Yeah, I get what you mean. But um, gorgeous. I think this is stunning. Like, I, right. like, I did not expect this level of um, slavish, slavish, slave. Look, Brad, why talk. are you compl- like? What's the complaint? Brad, Brad, Brad you, you're about. negative on. You're so negative let's, on this. Let's get the prime. Keep going. But we'll what's get, the we'll complaint? I don't get it. I don't but, know. Also, like, there's this whole Blitzwing and Starscream discussion, but we'll, we'll have a next of that guy. There's also like a smaller discussion. About whether or not that character is Acid Storm or Dirge, being a conehead. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't it's know. clearly not a conehead. It's just a um. There's just a thing behind his head. Yeah, but the cone is the behind his head. head. <laughs> the cone isn't his head. No, the cone's behind his head. So does that yeah. make him a conehead? I don't think so. He doesn't have the mic. referencing the coneheads. Yeah. Maybe it's his wing, or I don't know. It, it's it's, it's like if you look at it closely, you can see he's got a normal head. And also, if you look at the. Purple one on the right, like you would think Skywarp, but looks like the, having holding a cannon like that is more typical of Hot Links. So. Yeah, it looks more like the Solar Cybertron weapons. Yeah, yeah, which which G1 character had a BFG? Yeah, uh, I would, I don't know why they'd go with Hot Link instead of Skywarp, but it just looks more like it to me. Oh, maybe that's the welcoming committee. <laughs> it, could it could be the welcoming committee, I guess. That is now Starscream, so... Blitzwing, and. Ben. So is Hotlink the blue one? Because like, isn't that? And uh, no, Hotlink's like he's purple as well as Skywalker. So who's the blue one that goes with Acid Storm and Sunstorm? 
That's never been confirmed. Uh, it changes no one. from time to time. And it's like a snowstorm. Is it, is it something like that? Shitstorm. Next photo. Okay. <laughs> All right, just before we, go, before we go on to this, so this does inform some of the, uh, some of the discussion and the, uh, the bet between uh, Mikey and Max. Look very carefully at the seeker here. If you look at where my, where my mouse is, because you've got this chest design here, an arch there that's over the cockpit, and this, this piece that hangs out here. Yeah. Okay, well, can we preface this as well as saying Travis Snyder has come forward and said he wanted to make these bots very G1 aesthetically pleasing. It's they all clearly seekers in that shot. And, and this, have, this, 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 this is very similar to that design. And it is and the it, same and yet model. It is, it, it is an altered version. So of the what? Same okay, model. then what stops that guy from up there being blitzwing as well? Why can't well, that guy looks well? exactly like Starscream? So what? That's that's the problem you got. You are the source of disagreement, and that's yeah. fine. So, yeah. uh, so the, I think part of the problem, that, part of the problem that we have, right, is that uh, we saw we saw an, an initial discussion about this that said it's Starscream, and then they removed that mention from the website where it was where it's mentioned, and then later on, and I think it was at, uh, at SDCC, uh, Travis Knight came out and said, "Oh, that character is Blitzwing." Now. Travis Knight has also this week gone out and given interviews that said he wanted, you know, very he wanted to put all the G1 characters that he grew up with and they're his Transformers that he knows from his childhood and stuff. So like it's a bit incongruous seeing um, seeing every single other character with a very recognizable mode and then going, no, that's Blitzwing. It went as far as name dropping Wheeljack. Yeah, he did, and we haven't really seen anything that's obviously Wheeljack in the in the trailers that we've seen. Oh, well, but, but it's I, possible. I'll point him out to you later. Yeah, it's, look, it's possible that it, it's sort of yeah. there as a blur in the background. And it's it's going to be it's going to be on that Cybertronian. It's going to. Yeah. Now this does yeah. appear to be so very early on in the in the, in the trailer two, we got this shot as uh, there was a, a, a conflagration between this character and Bumblebee, with the question asked, "Where is Optimus Prime?" Yeah. Also on that, um, clearly it's not the same voice actor as the Babo Starscream. So that's another thing in my. Um, oh, but this is this is this is this is this is a, well, a reboot. Prime is the same. This is the a reboot well, of the Cinemaverse. So why would it be the same yes, voice? It's, it's not a reboot. a reboot though. There's no confirmation of Prime being the same no because one word it's has a it. Oh, it's a reboot. They said it's, it's nothing other than a reboot. They're not going to want to touch any of the other movies. Let's you not forget. Like, let's not forget. Oh, this is being marketed as Guys, stop talking over each other. Okay. It's not if, a pub discussion. <laughs> all right. Let's say this movie does well, and then they continue making movies set in the eighties with this aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Does that does that still count as being in the same franchise? Yes. Yes, because they've already said it is. Mm -hmm. This is marketed as just like they've well, already so said what this it is would take for you to call it a reboot is them to. Is the say only is. thing they can say to make you say it's a reboot is they explicitly say this is a reboot. Well, they haven't said that, and they've said it's part of the universe. Yeah, so, so, so I guess it's like so, look, I don't, I don't, I think it's fair to point out that Hasbro themselves are shy of calling this a reboot, right? They've said that it is a prequel to the movies, and prior, not you know, not 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 privately, but in interviews with Transformers fan sites staff involved in the production of the movie have said it's a soft reboot if yeah, it does well, we'll continue. Mm. 
know, yeah, that, from all, there's been internal reports and stuff to say that they're going to look at the reception of this movie to determine, you know, what direction to take the franchise in the future. Mm-hmm. Just, just come out of the writer's room when they fought up the last night, when they fought of this one, whatever this one's sequel that's coming is going to come from that same writer's room. The same people are behind the scenes, bays out, but the rest of the people okay. behind the scenes, except for Jablonski, which is a shame. But um, You say that, but the music in this is actually something I don't mind talking about. Don't. It's trailer music. It's, it's trailer music. music. in the film. When, um, also, just when the, putting the Starscream name on this character, when making the Bayverse Starscream, they had this, this the pitchy, squealy, you know, trying to be a G1E Starscream. This does not sound like a Starscream voice when I heard it. He sounds like a thug. He sounds like what a, a Blitzwing is a thug and is is a he's a bully. And that's what Blitzwing character is. He sounds like Blitzwing. He sounds absolutely nothing like a Starscream. Every single Starscream we've got has been a high pitched whiny little manipulator and this does not sound like him. That's another he hasn't, point. He hasn't lost yet, maybe. Maybe he hasn't. So he, he, so he has a voice change, does he? He, he, he? His balls drop or something. If I had the shit kicked out of me, my balls would drop pretty quick. <laughs> so just, so just, just, just to explicitly call it out here, Mikey, you're saying this is Blitzwing. Definitely. Max? You're, you're following the production. I'm saying that this and the character on Cybertron are both named Starscream. Okay, right. I'm saying this is Blitzwing and the character on Cybertron could be Blitzwing or it could be Starscream. I don't cool. know. We've okay. seen reuse of character designs before with different names so it's yeah okay also can we just point out g1 blitzwing and g1 starscream share very similar traits they both have wings they both have a cockpit chest at least some like some versions of blitzwing have a cockpit chest they share very similar traits and i wouldn't be surprised if they make blitzwing a seeker like that just doesn't surprise me so blitzwing has a totally different head and he also isn't red and white Tell me, does the movie Megatron, does that look like Megatron? Does the movie Starscream look like Megatron? No, but that's, that's not in this movie. That is in the old does G, movie. Does, it this, does this Bumblebee look like G1 Bumblebee? His head, tell me. Does no. it? Well, there you go. Well, because it's it's a soft reboot. It's not. But that's that's the problem, though. It shouldn't matter because, no, in the past it doesn't matter. But then you've got shots that we're going to get to in a minute, clear up Soundwave and Prime that are. So um, just before, yeah, before we move on, that's just. That robot mode for Blitz Cream. Can we just say that's that's the perfect? <laughs> that is definitely not how we should refer to this game. Blitz <laughs> Cream. Um, can we call like him Blitz Cream? All, all, all ailments. All right. Is Blitz, that the Blitz perfect Creed. design Hasbro put forward for a one-step changer like that? that torso. I don't know, Brad, because like you've already said tonight that Hasbro didn't design these. Okay. All right. I, I, <laughs> it's a shitty robot mode. Anyway, Tetrajets. They do appear to be Tetrajets. And there Welcome we to the cutscene for Siege of Cybertron. Well, okay, so fine. What, okay. Why does everyone say it looks like a video game? Just because it's all CG. Like, That's I could, generally I could, the defining characteristic of it being a video game. The previous <laughs> Cybertron stuff we've seen before is not CG. Oh, okay. Uh, what's Cybertron the doesn't look like <laughs> this in the other movies. Yeah, no, it looks good. It looks this better. Looks good here. No. So, let's talk about this. I've so, played this level in War for Cybertron. So let's talk about this. There's a lot of CG in this trailer that appears to be set on Cybertron and it has attracted a bit of a video game uh, 
brush because it does it, it's fully cg it's fully animated and uh, it does look a little bit different to what we've seen before in terms of uh, robots and in terms of cybertron and uh i don't I, look i I, th I think it's i think it's fine i think i think a lot of the discussion about it being a video game comes from the fact that people have confused the sound wave design which is coming up later people people saw this people saw this and decided that this was actually yeah, a shut up people saw this and decided that it was a cutscene from a video game because they thought that he looked a little bit like fall of cybertron Soundwave. Yeah, now no, 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 so, so he does but he also doesn't like he's he, very, oh, he definitely does and doesn't like the arms look like fall of cybertron but the face doesn't he's very being referential and like very different to the war to the war for cybertron or fall of cybertron whatever designs 100%. but people still will form the narrative that this is actually a video game cutscene and that there's some kind of cross promotion for video games going on. Yes. Now, since, uh, I, since, what? since I showed it very quickly, I just want to go back. Let's talk about prime as well. Cause oh. prime, prime is in here. Looks gorgeous. Looks uh, so, that's just, it's straight up the RDW design. He, yeah, so he's, he, he's got sort of the, ra the raised, uh, raised things over the, uh, yeah. over the truck windows. And the split down the middle. It looks like the classic symbol on his shoulder. It looks like Mikey. He's, um... Mikey, can you let Max finish before Sorry. you be honest, please? It's okay. I'm finished. <laughs> I said to like gush for a second. He shows what he's over. He looks like he's Earth mode. Like he does. It doesn't look like it's a start of training mode. Look. Have you seen the Sounds C? Sounds pretty G1 accurate. Let, that is technically Cybertronian. Let's hold that. Let's hold on to that thought for a minute. Oh, we're getting there. So. We've seen we, conspiracy theory time. Yeah, no, I've got I've got my conspiracy no. theory ready. Okay, so got the facts. we have seen the Autobots in Siege, and everyone's uh, everyone's quite uh, quite taken. Some some are a bit concerned about the paint jobs on the Siege toys. Siege toys have a bit of a war torn look to their paint job, which I think is something that Hasbro's sort of been experimenting a little bit you can see it very obviously on last night's squeaks where they've sort of tried to make them look a little bit damaged oh, in this paint. the siege autobots look battle damaged these decepticons look battle damaged as well like like these guys these guys look like they've seen some shit right <laughs> so they should have <laughs> yeah yeah no that like that but these guys look like they've like seriously been through the war zone so uh blitz scream probably a little bit less can't really tell there. Prime, Prime looks haunted, right? Prime has sad eyes, and Prime you, always looks you can, sad. You, you can see you can see where paint is worn off him, and uh, like uh, he looks he looks he looks like he's seen some shit. Soundwave, very obviously, also like been through the war zone and stuff. Like these these bots are battle damaged. Now, I put it to you that we are looking at the Siege Decepticon line. <laughs> I, I don't get it. What? These guys are going to be the um, the, the the War for Cybertron Siege Decepticons. This is the reason we haven't seen them revealed by Hasbro yet, because it's we're looking at the movie reveals. But it makes sense. <laughs> we, we know there's a leader shockwave coming. If there's so, a shockwave. We've seen Tetrajets in promo art. It's there's a pair of Tetrajets right there. We've had Generation saying... Soundwave in the Bumblebee movie line. Are you yep. saying they're just going to release movie vs. designs in Siege? No, no, I no, no, I'm saying that they're shifting the movie verse designs more towards what Siege is going to be. Mm. 
Yeah. That way, that way, you're not getting a complete flood of studio series with the Bumblebee movie figures. Well, that yeah, would be fine we've seen, because we've seen one studio series figure for Bumblebee. Mm. I, I which really is Bumblebee. Don't... Oh no, two. Sorry. I really don't think we're going to get many um, Cybertron mode toys out of this line in the Studio Series line or in the official Bumblebee line. Well, maybe there we'll is get no like official those. Bumblebee line. It's Studio Series. No, there is an official Bumblebee line. Yeah, but that's that's yeah, like the little kitty toys series. and stuff. <laughs> no, um, it's not part of. There is an official Bumblebee line. The one that has all the one step changes and all that bullshit. Question. It's called the, Bumblebee. When this is shown in Japan, is Prime's eyes going to be dark? What? What? Never mind. So, Tetrajets. Other figures. G1 inspired designs. I figure we are looking at Transformers Siege Decepticons. Let's find out in a few months' time. Mm. No, I said. I hope you're right. It'd it'd make perfect reason why he. Craziest friggin' thing. And we're only a week or two away from NYCC, so we might find out sooner than later. I don't know. There's been like three conventions since SDCC, yeah. and I haven't. Yeah, yeah but New, New York the trailer's out. Big one, right? Yeah, and now the trailer's out. So <laughs> let's see what it shows. If you're right about this, Jason. I swear to God, <laughs> well spotted. Uh, look, 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 I don't think I'm right, but I think it's a good theory. It uh, is. It's uh, so it, it makes total sense as well. They've all got the lived-in look. Now, so there is. Let, let, let's talk another conspiracy theory as well, right? Now, we have been told that. Um, upcoming movies have been removed from the Transformers slate, right? It all hinges on Bumblebee. One of those upcoming movies was to be a 2019 animated feature set on Cybertron. Mm. This, I wonder if this is actually a bit of a preview to see how people accept this look for Cybertron, for the bots on Cybertron. And if if, if it's a goer, they've got the models, they've they've figured out the, the character design. It's just a case of animating it. Yeah, all these no. assets. Just give it to give it to Machinima. This could no. <laughs> Where's the duck button? <laughs> no, but yeah, these assets exist. It's totally feasible for them to do so. Right? Yeah, but no, this is too animated for an animated film. But everyone loves it. Except yeah. for Brad. Yeah. Everyone who isn't Brad loves these. So everyone that matters. Oh. <laughs> like, I love you, Brad. Everyone who doesn't <laughs> add in the group, Mikey. <laughs> I just don't see how you can't like this. I'm just going to tell you, like, it is fine to not like it. Yeah, but I just don't see how. But it is not fine to judge it based on a trailer. No. Oh, no, of course. Which, which I think this is the last of the Cybertron stuff we're going to look at anyway. So, I think it is, yes. Let's, let's, so, let's move on. And guess what? This movie could be a pile of shit as well. Yeah. You never and know. Can we just say how big of a brick turd Soundwave is Ravage is to get out of that? Why are you yeah, insulting big... my boy? This is my boy. Is there a shot there of Ravage coming out of his chest? It's the no, size of his going to open that one. Okay. This he is, is taking boy. a massive dump to get that thing out of his chest. That is not a cassette. That is an ice block. Is it supposed to be a cassette? Are there cassettes on Cybertron? It's, his whole torso has got mini me in it, so yeah. That's ex- that's what Soundwave's been though. Anything just comes out of his chest and is a minion. Yeah. I don't. What's the complaint? It looks like shit. So so when Ravage ejects, Ravage is obviously not a cassette and not clearly able to fit into that torso. Yeah, it's it's um what's its face? Mass, mass shifting. shifting. There yeah. you go. Mass shifting. It's here. We're on Cybertron oh, now. What, it's G one. Mass shifting can happen. Right. 
Is this the last Cybertronian? Yes, it is. Right. It never made sense. No, it's not. So, uh, so, so this is a better shot of Prime, right? Um, so you can see a lot more of him. And uh, as we were discussing earlier, that does appear to even be his uh, G1 gun. Just a little bit beefy. Those are smokestacks on his arms, guys. I'm sorry. This is a... This is a this they look, is a, they look a little bit more like blades to me. Yeah. Nah, they're smokestacks. No, I think there were smokestacks on the Fall of Cybertron design, though. There's yeah, no oxygen on Cybertron, so there'll be no need for smokestacks. They weren't as earth-oriented. No, smoke is not necessarily tied to their existence of oxygen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you're easily convinced of this. I'm just not in a fighting mood. I'll, I'll put my point across. <laughs> Brad, Brad, Brad you're wrong. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Um, yeah, I don't know. This just looks so earthy to me. I don't know. This is. Um, I'm happy, but um, this this looks like he's 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 been to Earth. He's come back for some reason, and yeah, I don't know. Right, so we all you all agree that this is the opening sequence, inciting incident. We don't know so. if it's yes, the opening. Yeah, no, it's, I know. I think it is. Yeah, probably. No mention of the tower behind Prime being Shockwave's tower, where the space bridge opens up from in G One. Oh man, that would be awesome. Go back a shot. That Go back to the easy. original Prime shot. Uh you can't see it when the Seekers fly over top. It's got those. Like, yeah, no, no, no I can, no, I can, no, I can is totally that, see it. That looks that great. Yeah. Yeah. Like the one, and, the big section on top. Yeah. Okay, because in the third trailer, we see that fall down. Yeah. Maybe. So, all right, yeah. so more conspiracy theory time about plot. What if this is the opening sequence? The space bridge is up there. Bumblebee, Dropkick, and Shadow go through, and then the tower gets blown up. Yeah, so yeah. Bumblebee's escaping, and then Dropkick and Shadow chase after him, and then the tower blows up, yeah. Mm. I, I don't think they're going to I don't think they're gonna introduce space bridges in this film. I think that, that capsule pod... Even even in the other films where we've seen their protoforms ejected into space, I'm thinking this is like some spatial gun that shoots them off. Because they can't just... Well, Prime didn't last night, but they can't just fly off in a protoform mode. I reckon this is some sort of launcher. It's like a space bridge. It's like a spatial cannon that launches them to infinity oh, so, oh, so you're saying like he was put in, they put in a pod and then they get, sh instead of, well, instead of some, instead of something like opening up, like a, say like a tear in, a tear in like this, like fabric of like whatever, how space bridges work. Like they tear open a, a door. You're saying that they actually get put into like, kind of like escape pods. They get put into these pods and then launched out. Yeah. 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 Instead, instead of like G one where the top opens, your beam goes out and they yeah, fly yeah. off. In that, it's more we've seen we've seen earlier the pod leaving side pod ejecting, and that has maybe this is something Shockwave was working on, and it's a way of getting Bumblebee off planet. Maybe it's the MacMuffin of the movie, and Bumblebee's yeah. in with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna hazard a guess going off what we've seen before, and just to tie it into the other films, and if it works, it does tie it into the other films. That this is a hologram we see. From Shatter and Dropkick when they're talking to Sector Seven, because I still don't believe you have two sophisticated robots coming in here and all that military there covering them, and we're going to show here's this little bumblebee, here's this little Volkswagen, help us capture it, and we're going to help you. Let's let's just shoot them and take we're, them. We've already we got have, we have red eyes and we're not evil at all. Yeah, we've already got Megatron eyes. Oh, here's two more big bots that clearly come in and showed off their capabilities when they landed. That oh. will also be the other thing. Um, this is obviously a Transformer hunting unit that would have Megatron. Sector 7 has Megatron in yeah, the yeah, original yeah. movie if, timeline. Technically, yeah, yeah. Yeah, technically, that needs to exist. If they're going to... Even no, if it's rebooting it. Even if it's rebooted, 
So this no, no, Megatron... it doesn't. You just don't talk about it. Okay. So this means Megatron's not on Cybertron then. So it doesn't mean anything unless you see Megatron in the movie or hear someone reference where he is. Well, they're not going to show Buckethead, otherwise it's going to clearly show that it's long ago on a planet. Jason really right. doesn't want this to be a uh, link to the uh, other movies. Does Why he? do you think we're seeing Shockwave? Yeah. What you, Let's mention the it? fact he's got the same eye from the other films as his previous character in the uh, Ravage. Where'd the, what, um, where'd the beach scene go? Oh, no, we're getting to it. Okay. What do you mean by that, Jason? Why do you mean, what do you mean we're seeing Shockwave? Well, Shockwave's yeah. in command. Because there is there. some question over Megatron, so why not use Shockwave instead? Shockwave yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Megatron's on Earth, captured by Sector yeah, 7. So, 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 so you just remove Megatron from the plot of the movie, and it's no longer a question that needs to be answered. Yeah. Even just a drop line that says he's missing in, missing in action or something. Or you just don't yeah. reference him at all. <laughs> Take what I've said and just make it say something else. I'm not sure that we won't have one. We've seen Hoover Dam. We've seen Hoover Dam. It should we not will be have a shot. reference to Megatron in this movie. Megatron will be set. I want to see Megatron and Ice. I want to see Megatron and Ice just to call back. But anyway. Sounds like a drink. Oh, yeah, it's brutal. It's like wild turkey, but only better. Nice. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's let's uh, let's go on. Um, so... Oh. <laughs> This is a good scene. Yeah, and this is the other thing as well. Like humor. Beyond the designs. Yeah, the humor. Like heart. Like actual emotion. So, yeah. the, so the scene that we're looking at, um, Bumblebee sneaks into Charlie's house from the garage, um, presumably when she's out and starts familiarizing himself with the room, except he's a little bit big and a little bit clumsy as he moves around the place. And this is one of my favourite scenes in the trailer. It's not quite the moment that I wanted from it, but uh, over the course of the the second and the third trailer, we saw Bumblebee stumble around Charlie's house a lot more, uh, backing into things, you know, making things fall off shelves and stuff like that. He's like, he's got he's got quite a physical presence inside the scene, and you know, like it's all very clever making things, you know, making shelves move and stuff, and you're know, adding the CGI character in later, and then. After making a bit of a mess, he then sort of stops and sits on the couch, which promptly breaks and collapses under his weight. Now, my favourite moment of this is just after this happens, as the couch collapses, uh, like his little his little blue eyes become big blue eyes, and his <laughs> eyes go wide with the surprise of the couch collapsing Total under him. Surprise! And his an- and his antennas stand up as as well. So, so soldier in a four million year old war, by the way. Yes. Bevo's bumblebees a lot wouldn't have fit in this room, I don't think. No, there's That's definitely well. a size difference. There is a size. So, like, he gets an upgrade or something. Yeah. Yes, okay, it's a reboot. But the, the inside incident here was he tries to pick up a soft drink can and he doesn't have that, that touch, that magic touch. He doesn't have the dexterity. No. Because <laughs> his fingers have, are the size of, of soft drink can. touch yeah. and all the power. And, it, and of course, yeah. he bursts and he uh, gets startled by it. But that would go into him patting his pet dog human and has <laughs> has the dexterity to be able to pat her and not scalp her. <laughs> yeah, no, or crush her head, yeah. So there is a so so this scene in the trailer is actually the one thing that doesn't really sit that well with me. Like I feel like I feel like given the um given the size and weight of Bumblebee that when he's patting Charlie's head here, I feel like uh Hayley Steinfeld has kind of no sold it. So like they're, they're aware that there's going to be something that's going to be touching her hair and moving her hair, but um, 
like Bumblebee is big and heavy. And mm. so, and like, as he's delicately touching her and like patting her on the head, like she doesn't really react like there's a huge robot hit, patting her on the head, hitting her on the head. Yeah, well, it's only head. Have you ever like patted like a puppy? Yeah, yeah. yeah when like like uh, like when you pat a puppy, or you know, when I pat my cat, like when your cat or you, when your animal sees you reaching for it, they sort of like f- sometimes flinch, pull away a bit, a little, little bit, duck down a little bit. You know, they're not quite sure what's going on. But she just stands there for this. When you're talking about the weight of Bumblebee, I thought when he sits on the couch, I thought he would have immediately broken the couch because yeah, that would have been, like been a very it's, 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 sturdy it's the eighties. It's the eighties. They make very sturdy couches. <laughs> very sturdy couches. They can they can hold about you know uh, however many tons Bumblebee is. Thirty hundred uh, kilograms. That's that's all the sort of stuff I'm happy to let slide for. Like yeah, yeah I did. I'll, yeah, sake yeah. Of I feel I feel like this stuff will probably be better in the movie. Yeah, yeah. like like yeah. yeah. And that's the thing, like, you you get your cat or your dog, you can pat it gently where it, it sort of moves with your hand and everything else, or you can get there and just grab by the head and drive it into the carpet. Like, the, <laughs> at least you've got that context of, I need to be soft because it's a lesser being where Bumblebee sort of got it here, but you should at least see a head sort of duck down a bit or... Yeah. Where all you see is a head. There's someone in a green suit standing right about there beside her that's just there, there. And, and, anyway... So there is there is this scene that um, takes place on the beach, which is quite funny, and uh, it seems to happen around this time where Bumblebee's patting her on the head. But um, they talk about the fact that Bumblebee needs to remain in disguise and needs to hide and can only really show himself to Charlie. And uh, this is so this is this is a part of it here. I think this is this looks like it's mid transformation, in fact. But uh, there is a there is a cute part after this where she goes and hides behind the rock here. And Bumblebee tries to hide behind this one, and yeah, that was funny. And there's there's one where like she ducks up and she ducks behind the rock, and then she looks behind, and you see Bumblebee like attempting to hide behind the rock, and she's like, "Really? No, no, yeah, it's it's quite funny." And this is another another sort of indication of the budget and how they're really making the use of what they got. There's no, there's no car marks leading here. There's no other signs on this beach that Bumblebee's been standing anywhere else but where he is now. That's a good point, actually. The problem with sand, if you're going to use sand, you need <laughs> you need your continuity producers or whoever is in charge to make sure the car obviously drove here, Bumblebee walked here or something. There should be footprints. Maybe yeah. out of right, yeah. just there. It, it actually, it actually does look like there's some kind yeah, of stuff going on here, but the other, not as big I as that. I feel positive. I am feeling positive. Don't ruin this for It's fine. It, it, yeah. it's, it's fine. You can add footprints to a beach in post. It's fine. The other problem with sand is it's coarse and it's rough and it gets everywhere. So. Yep, and it is quite annoying. Maybe Star that's why Bumblebee's flying may- over. Everyone said. Maybe that's why Bumblebee's having trouble transforming. I yeah. thought Max would at least get that reference, and I'm. I got that reference. Oh, okay, good. There's not much else you can, nowhere else you can go with it, really. <laughs> so we we got the destroyed couch in the foreground here as well, and um, Charlie comes home and quickly scolds Bumblebee for the damage that he's done that to the house, good. and then he quickly transforms into the Volkswagen, fooling nobody. That was no. um, that's his little uh, escape mode. His little oh shit, I'm in trouble. I'm getting out of here. I'm turned into a bug. And parents come good. home and go, "How the hell did you get that inside?" <laughs> that's so good. I just it was clever, very good. All right, look, we've spent a long we've spent a long time talking about this. I think it's safe to say that we're all looking forward to the movie. We'll all we'll all probably be there on December twenty first. 
feel um, immensely positive about this. And just there was, there was, in fact, a cartoon that I should have opened up from um, from a, a website. That, it came out yesterday or today about uh, there was two characters talking about, oh, man, you know, did you see the Bumblebee trailer? Oh, yeah, that's great. You know, sound waves in it. And, yeah. And then the characters, the other characters, like, oh no, they're going to mess up Soundwave. He's like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's not going to be any good. And then it cuts to December twenty first, twenty eighteen, and it's Soundwave and the other guy running towards each other on the beach. <laughs> it's great fun. That is a good cut. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it was fun. Well, that that sort of leads to some of the online, not in Transformers fandom, just general people, critics, everything else, seeing this and having their memory from a childhood of that Soundwave and everything else, and seeing going. Oh well, this movie looks better. This movie's feel, going to be better. I feel like that's Travis Knight's goal. Well, but, I think um, I think that's quite. I, I think going for the nostalgia is actually a, a big part of what they're doing here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like because the, there hasn't been any Transformers since, like and there shouldn't be any Transformers post. I don't even know what you just said. Good. That's all right. Let's let's get into some other news. Uh, now that we know that Soundwave, uh, Soundwave is a thing in uh, Transformers Bumblebee, it does make sense why um, why the uh, the figure is being re-released in Times Return in a revised look for the Bumblebee movie. So there are a couple of um, side by side photos online there. If you Mikey's not buying it. <laughs> no, that's I'm. This is the thing that's upsetting because this means that we've got less of a chance of getting an actual figure because they're just releasing this. Yeah, it could, could end up in studio series. Who knows? Yeah, I've got third so, Mikey. You think no third party is going to make a movie sound wave? My that's God. That's true. God, There's a war for Cybertron. There's a four Cybertron sound wave that looks just like that one. Oh, God, no, it doesn't. <laughs> the it does. different. Way different. The, the, no. the war for Cybertron sound wave toy isn't the greatest toy ever, and it doesn't really capture oh, yeah. the... It's quite the, true. Uh, yeah, not the deluxe. Really no, four, four Cybertron. The lead, the, mm. the, 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 they're, they're, not, they're not that good. All right. no, they're not good. That plunger. So we've left this story in purely so that we can mock the name of the company. So uh, Dickie <laughs> Toys uh, it does currently make some uh, remote control cars, uh, I think, in some of the movie, some of the movie toy lines. And uh, they're back bringing out a remote control Bumblebee who does look like he's had the shit kicked out of him as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's coming up. Yeah. Best alt mode in the film. Congratulations, Simba Dickie. You're done good. Yeah, I don't know why it's called Simba Dicky because it just says Dicky Toys on the uh, the logo there. But, they yeah. really like the Lion Sim- King. Simba Dicky does sound like it's uh, an offshoot from the Lion King. Yeah, it's probably like you know Takara Tomy as a, which is just you know Takara well, and Tomy. Yeah, exactly. You had like Kettle Toys in that in the nineties where it was just an off branch. So. Takara Tomy does have Takara and Tomy on their logo. Yeah, that kind of makes so much. Uh, this company, Super 7, has revealed a New York Comic Con exclusive thing that looks a little bit like a grey Optimus Prime. Does anyone know what this actually is? That's a vinyl toy. Yeah, yeah it's one of those non-transforming <laughs> bullshit. Of course it is. It's a, it's a licensed Transformers figure. Of course it doesn't transform. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, but, so, yeah, look, we are looking at a uh, Optimus Prime something something Super Cyborg. Cool. Who wants that? Well, look, you know, it, you know, like this is the kind of thing that we'll all mock, and then it'll come like, come out at, on day one of New York Comic Con. It'll be like, oh, this is sold out. Shit, we wanted that. 
<laughs> don't know how big it is. It looks like it could actually be kind of large. Fairly, fairly decent. Yeah. Um, there's also a uh, there's also a, what appears to be a, a Megatron decoy. Now that's cool. Well, at least that's harkening back to the original stuff. Shockwave colors. <laughs> yes, it's it's Mega Wave. And there's um, there's uh, Pri Magnus Prime. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> cool. So yeah, there's. They're not quite super deformed. They're just little guys. Yeah. They're, they're they're only, they've got big hands, but yeah. Yeah, it's the only stuff we've seen leading into NYCC, so we're just interested in the next week or so to see what else comes forward. Mm-hmm. Mm. Cool. Sure. So this this was the source of some some discussion before the uh, before the show. Amazon Australia does appear to be performing one great service to the collecting community, which is leaking upcoming uh, <laughs> leaking upcoming Transformers like a sieve. So uh, Amazon Australia was, of course, the first place that we saw um, the uh, Prime Wars trilogy punch, counterpunch, and a couple of other figures. And now we have uh, Transformers Hightower action figure. Now Hightower uh, was one of the constructor cons in Revenge of the Fallen, I believe. I'm I'm yeah, upward yeah. inflection on the end of that so that Mikey will tell me that I'm correct. Because <laughs> we have no no image available of these guys, but um that, they were coming soon. Uh high if they're releasing a high tower, he is by far the ugliest Bayverse design ever that they've ever made. Maybe maybe his. maybe he's better in studio series. Oh he's just, just uh, Oh, he's just hideous. a he's just like a, a note. He's he never had a robot mode. We only see him in limb mode. That's so. true. But the legends, the legends toys gave him a robot mode, and it was just yeah. That's... He was like a scorpion, but his his head was in a cage, and he was a scorpion type thing. High Tower has a special place in my heart for being the source of the enemy scrotum. <laughs> so basically, they're selling a studio series scrotum. Scrotum. Well, it's got to come off the wrecking balls, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Would this maybe this come in like a Calvin ball? What what if this is just filling the gap, like filling the hole that we didn't get? No, no, it's not the hole. We had mixed mass, we had long haul, we had rampage. Rampage. I think what you're trying to say is we had mixed mass, we had long haul, we had yeah, we had most of them. We need high tower was a figure. Yeah. All right. So, and so anyway, look, it's a it's a an upcoming figure. Uh, it's worth I, pointing out that there's sort of product description that ends in the words, "This copy is intended as placeholder text only and is not representative of individual items in the line." Hmm. Or it could just be a, co a, a uh, what do you call a code name? I don't think it's. I don't think. I don't think we're getting a high tower toy. We don't know when or if this item will back in stock. <laughs> I, I, I think we're getting a high tower toy, but yeah. um, whatever. Uh, we are also apparently getting a Cogman. Good. Uh, I haven't seen the original one yet. Um, so there is uh, there is thought because so I, I think it's because of the model numbers that these are thought to be a part of the studio series line. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So this one looks like it's actually been available since uh, July on Amazon Australia, and just someone's not found it until now. But yeah. So uh, so yeah. There's a couple couple of new listings that imply some new um, some new figures. The last story here. Which is a masterpiece style uh, uh, Death Saurus, somewhat IDW inspired, coming from MMC, and uh, touching a little bit uh, close to home. He has the uh, he has the name DZF, uh, which is a reference to uh, Leonard Tanner's alias uh, online of uh, Decepticon. 
But he, he likes MMC, and MMC likes him right back. Yep. Yeah, he runs a whole lot of their social, like he helps out with he social does. media yeah. and stuff. It's, it's a nice little touch, you know. Yeah, very much. Yeah, and of course, and like you know, he likes Deathsaurus as well. So <laughs> it helps that the figure itself looks bloody incredible too. It does. It's a fantastic looking figure, and the fact that he's got it named after himself is just another <laughs> awesome. It's great. So uh, look, it is. So it does appear that MMC has sent out prototypes for um, photographing. From, uh, from a few people. These ones have come from UNEM Studios, and uh, uh, we have also seen them actually from Leonard himself. So, yeah. Yep. Looks cool. It's missing the other um, chest master, breast master. Mm. No. This is a, pro- a final color, is it? No, it's yeah, a prototype. That's all right. I was going to say. All right. That is it for news. Very quickly, should we talk about some uh, new acquisitions? I, did, I almost didn't have anything until 20 minutes before we started recording. <laughs> so posties been no oh. uh, look anyway I'll go first so uh, I did I did see some of the New South Wales crew tonight for dinner and uh, the the inimitable Brad Tanner he of Armored Heaven slash TF Space Bridge Collectibles fame was there uh, with some uh, Legends figures from uh, Power of the Primes in stock so um, I picked myself up an Outback and a Cyndasaur now, um, so I don't actually have Slash, so I, I, I like the colors of Cyndasaur, so I, I decided to grab him slash her. We don't really know whether Cyndasaur is male or female. So. Not, that it, really, have not the, that it really matters. Do you have the Dinobots? I do not. Yeah, so getting you still get that mold, but in a better looking color scheme. And I'd it's a better anyway. faction. <laughs> I, 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 I quite like the color scheme for Cyndasaur, thanks. Yeah. And I don't really want the power of the Primes Dinobots. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those are my acquisitions. Um, how about how about uh, who can go next? Max. Me? No. Nothing. Mikey. <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. Mikey, you've got you have quite a big uh, acquisition there. Would you like to yeah, pull I the do. camera back? Also coming from um, Mr. Lovely, Mr. Brad Towner himself, uh, I got a package of uh, two figures, and I got Mr. Outback himself. Nice. Um, really, really good figure. Um, surprise, like lots of fun to just mess with. I, I, I never owned the brawn mold, but this is really nice. Head sculpts awesome, awesome, and um, yeah, he's going to be rep leveled up. And the one that I've been looking forward to for the most out front. This, yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Predator King. Power of the Primes Predator King. Power of the Primes Predator King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a very a decent price on his website. Very good. Yeah, it's um, big. He's chunky. He's pretty heavy. Monkey, monkey. Hey, so so he he has a really good, really coherent combined form. Like, yeah, like, the colors I, help. I really like it. Yeah, the colors help. Um, I actually love the fact that each um, Voyager class and these Voyagers are big Voyager classes. Like, um, they're very chunky and they're not the typical Voyager class. They're they're like the original Voyager classes of back then. Hmm. They all come with a component that adds to the chest. So, like, dive bomb comes with like a big part of the arm here. And he also comes with a bit of the torso. Rampage comes with the um, like armpit area. Then the headstrong and what are they calling him now? Torax, actual uh, uh, hmm. tantrum. They come with the thighs. And like some people have been um, like saying that, oh, the thighs get in the way too much. They really don't. Um, in the beast mode, you can hardly tell that they're in the robot mode. They, they don't hinder anything, so they're fine. And yeah, he's just 
he's a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to repro-label him up because with all the Titans I've got so far, they've all been repro-labeled. Um, and I'm going to eventually get that upgrade kit um, that gives him the sword and bigger wings and um, articulated hands and all that type of stuff because I really do like him. And, um, yeah, I think he's a really well-designed figure. Some people say this guy's garbage and I just don't see it. Um, he's really well, well put together. They're like me and probably not Predaking fans, but still. Well, you yeah. can't. I, I think they're probably people who've paid five hundred dollars for Nero well, exactly. Rex. Exactly. Oh, probably, yeah, want to, yeah. probably want to protect the uh, the value of their investment. Yeah, exactly, or something like that. Yeah. He's sure a really decent, really decent figure. Um, I suggest if you're on the fence about him, get off it because he's really good. So, yeah, that's what I've got. I'm probably, probably going to get him at some point. I'm not. I'm, I don't consider him as urgent to get as um, Devastator. As, as I felt Devastator was at the time. Like, I've never I've never been that enamored by the Predacons, but, like, he's a, he's a nice big Transformer. I'll probably get him, but probably not at the $300 mark. I've always liked um, the Predacons as well, so that helped. But, like, I never liked... Whenever I saw Devastator, I never liked him. And even when I got him in hand, I'm just like, this isn't a good figure. So I... Hold on. Max has been triggered. Max has been triggered. talking about... Combiner Wars, Devastator. We're not speaking again. You want to <laughs> like, like, he's not good. He's not a good figure, mate. What are you talking about? He's the best Devastator on the market, including third party. Legitimately, he's honestly one of the greatest figures ever made. Agreed. Like, by he any objective great. measure, he's not perfect. Elbows, no. It's not, 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 not very objective, but yeah, sure. Elbows, mate. Elbows? Elbows, yeah, Devastator has elbows. It reflects that. It's stuck. six voyages. Like, so no, not six five voyages. Five voyages and they're perfect. They're not perfect. They've got big bloody chunks hanging off of them. Yeah, I'm not saying but they, I think that looks works. like a really good figure. Devastator doesn't work. He's hey, Brandon, just a you got mess. that <laughs> Wait, don't, don't do Mix Master is my favorite constructor con, and yet it's ruined in that set. Well, it's a good thing there's an alternate Perfect version Perfect. that Perfect. has Perfect. all of these upgrades. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, you don't have to buy the upgrades for Predaking to look good. You have to buy the upgrades. You just said you're buying the Predakings to make uh, the upgrades to make Predaking no, look good. No, no, no. Like, that's, that's, that is true. Fine. No, he's fine. He's fine by himself. No, I'm. I said I'm buying it because it makes him look better. But like, <laughs> that's what the that's what the perfect stuff does for. And that's what I shot him, yeah. Your Honor. No, 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 no. But that's the thing. Devastator looks crap on its own, and it only looks decent when you get Devastator out. looks Mikey, fine on my shelf. Mikey, turn him around. How useful is he as an ice cube tray in the freezer? What? <laughs> Predaking. Show, show us the back of him. The back of him? What's wrong yeah. with the back of him? Can I use it as an ice cube yet, tray? Yet again, we come to this question of do you oh, display that. your Transformers looking just, the wrong just way? Just fold those black bits <laughs> up, and you've got a nice big storage container there for some water. And what's wrong with that? Well, I'd like big ice cube. Guys, anyway. guys, maybe how about this? Stop trying to shit on each other's combiners. Okay, okay, I'm just saying, devastator. Okay. It's not your combiner. I'm shitting on the combiner in general. Oh my god, you I'm guys. taking this personally. Well, speaking, speaking of shit. Well, you have poor taste in figures. There you go. I'm overruling screenshots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is going back a little while. Just so something to show, Bumblebee. These um, R.I.D. bots are quite fine. They're nice. They've got all their... Uh, is that a Warrior Class B? Yeah, yep. That looks good. Yeah, like, like 
He's, he's a good figure. He's got all the poses. Oh, Shouts is back. <laughs> no ice cube tray there. Back of, back of the thighs are enclosed. Back of the legs are enclosed. There is no hollow sections, even in the arms. Look, inside the arms. Is he a combiner? Uh, no. There no. you go. He's well, the there was, there was same a combiner. Point. He always later well, he on. Yeah. He was, wasn't he? Eh? Yeah. <laughs> but that toy isn't. Yeah. Anyway, there's some good bots from that line, but no, I'm not saying there isn't. I love Thunderhoof. But yeah, Thunderhoof Quillfire is good as well. Um, oh, I've got Steel Jaw and Bludgeon. Bludgeon's great. Yeah, Steel Jaw. Steel Jaw's great as well, even though he's had an accident. <laughs> That's in the toy box. Anyway, we need to close out. <laughs> we really long. do. We really do. We're way over time. So yeah. uh, unless. Unless Max and Mikey uh, like want to go for another round, it's Blitzwing and Devastate is horrible. We're going to be going Play, for rounds for the next three months. Okay, closing, closing statements. Mikey, you have ten seconds. Blitzwing's horrible. It's Devastator sucks. No, Blitz. No, well, okay, I screwed that up. Blitzwing. It's Blitzwing and <laughs> Devastator sucks. You really did, Max. Ten seconds. Go. Right, Travis Knight has shown a massive amount of respect to the franchise, and I firmly believe that it will. Absolutely be uh, Starscream, given it looks exactly like Starscream. See, Mikey, I did it properly. Well-formulated yes. argument. You have gone well over 10 seconds. Mm. Yes, Mikey. But you screwed it up. Yes, but you savoured every moment of it, Jason. <laughs> you screwed it up. Max, I agree with you, and I'm adding $50 to the prize pool. Oh. Wait, so you're saying it... Wait, no, I'm not bloody... I'm not... I'm not giving <laughs> no, no, you no. 50 bucks to no. each. No, 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 no. If how does this bucks, work? Tell me how no, this works. If it's 50 bucks, I also we don't take 25 minutes. It's not a fucking prize pool. Brad has, Brad has just decided Hold to on. insert himself into the bet <laughs> and get 25 bucks out for nothing. <laughs> oh, I won't. I won't. I, I agree with uh, Max. I agree with Max. You make a separate bet. That is not how bets yeah. work, Brad. So you're going to take you're gonna take the money away from Max? <laughs> what are you going to have? That makes no sense. Max, Max is right. He's going to take the money for no for no. <laughs> I'm happy to receive $50 from both of you. That's fine. That's it. Well, if, I... if you win, you get 50 bucks from each of us. If Max wins, we get 25 bucks guys, from each of us. Guys, I think there's only one no, thing that to do. Just, that's just shit it all over Max then. Guys, I think there's only one thing to do. We need to call the TAB and get an official, <laughs> an official <laughs> pause on this. We might, uh, we, might, we might try and do that over the next... Uh, screw uh, the grand we, final. This is, what, this is what it's all about. Yeah, on topic. Yeah. yeah, look if your if your side if your side scores in the first the first half of the game on the uh, in the NRL Grand Final on Sunday, then it's Blitzwing. If your seekers called Blitzwing on Subtron the first five minutes of the bubble, you, you must win. quit. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's it. End of the show. Thank All you for right. listening, everyone. If you're watching along with the live record, thank you for checking us out. If you <laughs> if you made it through the arguments, then uh, <laughs> thank you even more. Now, uh, to find out more about these stories, head over to YouTube.com and search for Bumblebee Trailer because that's basically all we discussed that was worth <laughs> worth checking out tonight. Uh, you'll find the links to all of our stories in the show notes posted to the Transformers Weekly Facebook page and the Podbean site. Our Podbean site is transformersweekly.podbean.com. If you want to get in touch with us, jump onto Facebook look at transformers weekly sorry the australian transformers weekly site uh page whatever it is on facebook i don't know uh we're all in transformers collectors club australia the uh, discussion group on facebook if you're not already subscribed find the podcast on itunes pocket casts youtube and other podcatchers of choice and distinction the rss link if you really need it is in the show notes 
if you search for us, you'll find us. Uh, Australian Transformers Weekly is a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. We are a registered club in Victoria run by volunteers who donate their time and money and arguments to make the club better slash more argumentative for everyone. Uh, TCCA's goal is to connect Transformers fans around the country. We do it by engaging the collecting community. You can find out more information and uh, some affordable yearly membership options to show your support for what we do at Transformers CCA. Dot com. That is all from us. We'll be back with more Transformers news next week and uh, hopefully more revelations as to whether or not we are looking at Starscream, Blitzwing, or both. On Goodbye. The NYCC. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Look, uh, we will be getting some NYCC reveals next week, so uh, we'll see whether or not they come in before the before the record. Lovely. Thanks for listening, everyone, and goodbye. Gigi. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>